Adam, good morning. Good morning, Jack. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Fantastic. Here to make another another podcast. My God, we got uh, we were closing in on three hundred. We are. This is two ninety five, Jack. Man, oh man. Mm-hmm. Last one for uh, two thousand and twenty one. That's correct. That's correct. The year's almost done. All right. Last one, one more. Hold on. <laughs> so, so it's a good it's a good time to reflect and as well as to, to to look forward to what could become. Right. Yes, look forward to it with all the all the commotion going on right now with COVID and new uh, viruses coming up the, the ranks here to to be uh, an altering way of, of doing business and socializing in this country, actually the world. So our so-called world leaders, are they getting a taste of how to herd the crowd, so to speak, like a bunch of horses, you know? Are we now uh, are we now looked at in different ways by the, the so-called leaders of the global the global reach, if you will, the global consolidation of all the activity, all these people, seven billion worth, who have to be corralled in some form or another. Uh, I don't know. It gets scary when we look at the the early goings of it. If you know, the first time we ever had to be a, a nation of compliance and it's still being messed up by trying to compare what the rules are and who who was going to get the advantage and what are we trying to accomplish certainly shows our communication uh concepts are aren't working real well are they everything is divisive so well so much of it not everything but so much of it's divisive it's so it's interesting that the things we're talking about now jack they weren't talking about two years ago Right. In terms of this, you know, you're mentioned about, you know, the, the, there isn't a day that goes by that, that you don't mention COVID multiple times. Almost every discussion you have, you know, it, it'll come up. Right. So it impacts about everything. I mean, it's it's interesting, Jack. It's almost like what happens as, as a business owner. Your mind's constantly on your business. Everything that you hear, you, you, you plug it through your business. Right. So it's kind of a sickness that, that owners have had for years where they're constantly thinking about their business. And, and it's kind of there. So I think the rest of the public's getting used to it where, hey. All they're thinking about now is COVID, and it's kind of there for them. So maybe they're, they're getting a chance to maybe perhaps perhaps relate to what it's like to own a business a little bit, Jack, in terms of just having something constantly on your mind like that, as most owners do, where they just can't get away from it. And you know, the, 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 <coughs> we've seen a lot of, and we've heard a lot of the unprecedented times, Jack, right? And things that have happened that we haven't seen before, things that have gotten exacerbated, and I think the, the the topic for today we want to kind of cover is you know is is one that's been a challenge for about everybody you know you know I try to think of an owner we've met who hasn't kind of faced this challenge Jack and that when it comes to both attracting and retaining good people and that's always been it's always been a challenge Jack but it's been particularly challenging here for the last last eighteen months or the the last year or so and so I guess the the question we're going to ask today is are you worth following? You as the owner, you as the business leader, are you are you worth following? And you got to ponder that question a little bit, right? It's a it's a very direct question and and, and some self reflection here. So, you know, if you're if you're one of those folks, Jack, who's blessed with being naturally charismatic, who just attracts people by the, by the sheer force of your 
your personality, well, fantastic. You know, congratulations. Um, you're probably in a, what, 2% of the population that kind of fits that bill in terms of just being naturally charismatic. Like yeah, that. that's probably, yeah, it's a small percentage. That's for sure. So, so when we're in a, in a, in a place, Jack, where we have folks resigning left and right, or they even name, you know, once they start naming things, Jack, you know, they, like they mentioned the, this has been called the great resignation. So whenever something becomes named by the media, you know, it's a big deal. So, you know, you got millions of people resigning their jobs. So it appears, it appears for no good reason. Like it's just, you know, it's like a, when you hear the stories about it, it's like, hey, people are just crazy jumping off the ship, right? They're just they're, they're jumping in, no life, but they're, they're just jumping off. Like, what's what's going on? Like, panic's ensuing. It's just it's it's absolute craziness, Jack. What's going on here, right? So you know, we're, you know, we're we're seeing that great resignation kind of going on, but also we see a lot of, and we've seen this for years, Jack, but it's really started to exacerbate here in the last the, the last year or so. All these no calls and no shows, you know, and that's whether it be for interviews. Or folks who are actually who are, are employed by you, I mean, literally, no calling, no showing, just not just not showing up, and we see that a lot more. You know, I'd say in the in the trades, more of the blue collar areas, but we're seeing it in the white collar areas too, Jack. You know, but it's it's just a lot of strange things kind of going on. So, so what's the not naturally charismatic owner to do to be able to kind of make themselves somebody worth following, Jack? Well, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna find out we're gonna find out over the next several years what that owner does because the rules are changing considerably. Now going back going back in my my uh, seventy plus years on this earth, fifty of them at least have been working in in uh, the business world. So my early years of of uh, big companies. The bosses would always be talking. I'm talking about the top, the top, uh, the top C-suite executives would be talking about employees are our most important asset. It still rings out around today too. People talk about that. And through the through the 50 plus years that I've been working, it it uh, to see the program consistently laid out and followed is basically something that that. Uh, uh, just has never really taken root. You know, I'm the boss of the company. I can take off when I want. I could golf when I want. I can go fishing. I can take a vacation. I can. I'm pretty free to do what I want to do. Well, in my early years, you know, that would be a desirable thing to be able to do, rather than be stuck to a union mentality of nine to five and and uh, eight hours a day, forty hours a week kind of thinking. That's usually what was the default when when people would talk about employees are my are, are our best asset here. They wouldn't follow through with putting programs in place for those people. What do they want? They want flexibility. They've always wanted flexibility. If they wanted to take off Wednesday afternoon and arrange their work, which they could do if encouraged to do so, they'd take things like that. So I think people are getting fed up with the work ethic. Uh, as the way it's certainly uh, pulled together today to to uh, basically guide the the process here of what makes a good place to work, what makes a good boss, 
well, that's working with me to help my balance, my life's balance, you know, which has been sweeping the country for what, the last 15 years? That's what people want. They want, they love money, but that, that isn't the driver for most of them. If they get a workplace that has the environment of flexibility, they're going to be attracted to it because that's really what seems to come through. And then money will follow closely behind that. But they basically want the flexibility and respect and the ability to learn, I think. And a boss who offers that doesn't have to be uh, a big joke teller, uh, a guy who slaps backs. Uh, you know, he has to be somebody, she has to be somebody who can articulate a vision of where the company's going. And if employees are our biggest asset, we got to really be drilling those employees in terms of what they want realistically and educate them to the process. And that can come by getting them more involved in the process. And we as coaches with our maximum value partners company basically teaches that. That's what makes a good company, an attractive company, a good place to live. And the boss can make that happen or he or she can't make it happen by doing nothing, just talking about it. And it's not that difficult to do if you stay focused on it. The tools are relatively simple. And we call the biggest tool a profit plan. And with that profit plan, everything that goes on to the company is represented on one page, one big page. And from that, everyone in the company gets a piece of the action to basically take an item on that page and basically master it and present it to the group. It works, folks. And that's one of the things we do. And that's it. And what, what makes somebody want to stay with the company, a good person, not a, not a person who is just looking for a job, but a good person is going to be attracted to that. So it's not so much just the individual, the boss, it's the environment that that individual creates. Well, you mentioned the word flexibility early on in that. We won't call it a rant, but that that uh, monologue. So, I think flexibility is key. As we look at some of our clients, you know, and you know, uh, many of them were flexible before this stuff happened, right? Meaning what that they'd let people work, um, let people work remotely, or to your point, have different times off or work different shifts or. Maybe they have four tens that they're working, right? Instead of five eights kind of thing. You know what I mean? They would just do some different things. And I think maybe what's happened is, as you look over the, the, the last couple of years, is, you know, we often will say that the owners, people think the owners have all the answers, Jack, right? But we know that they don't have all the answers. They're kind of making up as they go along. And often some of these changes, um, you know, take some time. Um, but what people I think may have seen is that, well, hey, you know, I can work remotely, Jack, even though the boss has been telling me that, that I can't work at, you know, that she wants to see me in the office all the time, right? You know, if she can't see me, she doesn't know if I'm working. And all of a sudden the pandemic hits and they started to realize, um, you know, that, well, maybe the boss isn't always right or they don't have all the, you know, have all the answers. And so I think a lot of times people are starting to kind of question the boss now where they weren't before. And maybe they're feeling a little more, um, empowered to do that because they're, you know, they're saying, well, Hey, I got some friends that are, that are working for bosses that are maybe a little more flexible, Jack, in terms of allowing us to kind of do what, what we're going to do those kind of things. You know, it's a, it's a whole different approach. So I think flexibility, I think to your point, it's a big 
a big deal in terms of you know being flexible so that you have those good people because they if they're good they're gonna they're gonna perform they're gonna do well you know you, you don't need to kind of have your thumb on them to kind of make things happen but um so i think just you know having that kind of open mindset to where hey we want to find the best people and the best people may not necessarily be in our backyard or working in our factory they may be halfway across the country or halfway across the world but if they can help us then we'll kind of bring those people in to be able to, to, to help make things happen so i think again that flexibility where really kind of jumped out at me as you're, as you're kind of going through that jack to kind of it, it's an important part of that success it's huge adam <clears throat> it's 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 it really makes a difference between a, a good work effort and a not good work effort. You know, to have an arbitrary nine to five kind of uh, setting that again corrals everybody in in terms of uh, of uh, basically you know a work rule that makes no sense in today's environment, and add that to the government being more more active to try to. I'll, I'll give them benefit of the doubt and say help people by giving big cash outs. That creates a, an attitude of, of expectations here. <laughs> Excuse me. And that what is that's what's being resented by the up and coming working uh, working groups that basically are entering the workforce today. They don't want to do that anymore. They never wanted to do it. And basically, they're rebelling against it. And they're being paid by the government to basically get through some tougher times. So, you know, my, my feelings on talking about the governments and, and conspiracies and things of that nature. But basically, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of institutions, a lot of uh, activities that we're doing today are under the microscope in ways that we haven't seen in our lifetime. And they're going to change fundamentally the way we do business and socialize and the rules of even going out to eat. Everything is, is under, under scrutiny now. And it's changing. And that change is, is difficult for most people. It's always been difficult. And this is a big one. Well, so let's come back to that. So you, the, the, the flexibility is one thing that you, that you touched on, and you also talk about getting people involved, Jack. That, so to me, that that hasn't changed in terms of, you know, that's always been a key to success that we've seen in the companies that, that, that we've personally run, but also the, the companies that, that we've coached, Jack, where you get people involved. And what, what we mean by that is we get them involved in the planning process and then also the execution of that plan. So you're, you're, you were talking about, Jack, the idea of the, the, of the profit plan. And the profit plan, for those of you who are new to the show, Welcome to the show. Glad you glad you joined us. What took you so long? We got plenty of episodes to get, to get caught up on here. The profit plan is one of the things we talk about a lot in our prior 294 episodes, Jack. And we do that because it brings everything together in terms of the of the business, in terms of what's going on. And so to get them involved in the planning of this stuff, and again, come back to the flexibility and and and, and not having all the answers. Well, again, it's never been more true than here in these last these last true. couple of years. That's right. That's right. So as we talked about a lot, you know, the idea of getting multiple heads together, you know, versus just being you and having to have all the answers. Well, if I get my, my team of five people involved, chances are I'm going to get the better, better answers, better results than just me trying to figure it out by myself. If I know how to direct it, I, if I don't know how to direct it, because I've never been through it myself, then how am I as the boss going to really have an effective outcome? And that takes humility, and that's another another discussion on training the boss. You know, how do you, what's the boss's tool belt look like? 
And when we, we, we often find that out when we're coaching, we're trying to explain it. No, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, get the people involved. Here's how to do it. But they don't know how to do it. It takes a lot of handholding to get over a few challenges. And then once you do, you have an organization that is more enlightened. And with that becomes more fulfillment. <clears throat> and you are treating your, your employees as the important asset that they are because they're involved in the way the company is headed. And they're growing with it. They're growing with the process. It's not one of those tough things to explain. No, no, you got to live okay. through it. So, so it's often the case. <laughs> As we have a lot of discussions here about business, and we'll, we'll we'll come at it from all different kind of angles, Jack. You know, we usually come up with our seven keys. That's what we coach people on our seven keys, and, and we'll we'll include a link, you know, in our show notes as we often do to the seven keys. But you know, the, the the seven keys are designed to, to help you know what to focus on, right? And but the 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 the, the idea there is you you aren't working on all seven at once. The key is which of those do you kind of start with. And so again, coming back to how do I, again, you know, our, our, our broad question here, Jack, comes down to, are you worth following? And so if I look at two of those keys, number one, which is the vision, okay, and, and, and number five, which is leadership, those are two of the seven keys. And I think those two are the most important when it comes to this, comes to this topic, because first of all, if you don't have a vision for your company, if you can't articulate clearly kind of where you're going the next five to 10 years, you know, wherever you are today, that's where you are. But to say, hey, with passion and and excitement and 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 enough detail that somebody knows, hey, this you know this this guy or gal is not just kind of winging it. You know, they have a good sense of what they're trying to do. The person, you know, you, you, you said this. I can't count how many times, Jack. You know, a man with a plan is a very attractive person, right? Okay. And so the this, the plan starts with okay, where are we trying to go? Where are we trying to go? And based on everything that you know, you know, all the all the history that's kind of come to this point in terms of your experience and what's going on with your business, where do you want things to go? And I, I think a lot of folks have been wrestling with that question, Jack. And I think if you look at what's happened, again, going back to the great resignation and 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 people wanting flexibility and all this kind of stuff, they're saying, hey, they've had some some time to kind of pause and think about this stuff too the last couple of years. And so what a lot of people are saying and what they're saying with their feet as they walk away from you, they're saying, hey. I don't like what you're doing either. I don't like where you're going in terms of what you're, you're articulating for your, your five or 10 year vision, or I don't like what you're doing as a leader. All right. So coming back to the, you know, the, the idea of getting people involved, Jack, right? Well, that's a leadership thing. And so again, you know, to your point, if you haven't done it before, okay, well, Hey, you got to figure out how, how to start kind of doing those things. Because again, if it's just going to be us versus them and you have all the answers and you aren't going to, you aren't going to let them in, you aren't going to get them involved in the planning process to help you kind of pull those plans together. So it becomes, our plan, not my plan or your plan. It becomes our plan, right? And so to be able to get those things involved, but it starts with having, again, having that vision of, well, where are we trying to go? Where are we trying to go? And, and if you can articulate that, whether it be in 30 seconds or a couple minutes, people will get excited. Say, hey, I want to, you know, tell me more. They start to kind of lean in. Hey, tell me more about that. That's interesting, right? Well, if we can't do that, it becomes very hard to start to, again, why are you different? Because for them, otherwise, it's just, hey, I'm coming to do a job. I'm going to come and do whatever's in front of me. And it's, I'm thinking in terms of today or this week or maybe this month. I ain't thinking in terms of you know this year or next year or five years from now, Jack, right? But if you can get me excited, I'll start thinking about that. Because, hey, that's an interesting. Like, well, hey, do I want to hitch my, my wagon to this person, to, you know, to this company? And can I get involved and do stuff? And can I grow and get better? 
And so many of the questions that maybe you as the owner are asking or thinking about, yeah, that's the good people will be asking too. And so if you don't have good answers for those or, or, or if you don't approach them the right way, it's going to be very difficult to make you somebody who's, who's, who's worth following. And that's usually where it comes down to, Jay. You know, as tough as it is, and you know, um, you know, one of the great things about our clients is, is they're all very coachable where they're, they're able to hear these things, understand that often they're in the way. You know, things that they've been doing, things that maybe, you know, they've learned or maybe they just have certain natural tendencies that kind of get in the way and they got to fix that and, and adjust that or else more, they it's more be... what they what they haven't learned at all. You know, you're articulating it's all very well. You really are. And uh, it's, you know, the, the stumbling block is just that they'd love to do more for their employees, but they don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to pull it together. <laughs> You know, we, we, through our coaching, we've changed our opinion on a lot of things through the 20 years that we've been together doing this stuff. And one of them is, is basically you, you have to instruct, you have to lead your, your employees to understand the vision and what that means for you. And then we have to have an environment that listens to them truly. Well, how many times have we seen meetings being knocked and the whole idea of having meetings? Of course, they're, they're, that's a great example of uh, an owner who wants to do right, but he doesn't know how. She doesn't know how to make a meeting beneficial. She doesn't know how to commit to a meeting and make sure that it's structured for efficiency and respecting people's time and getting people involved in ways they never got involved before. There are a couple of tricks that can be done to do that. It's not a learning process that, that is difficult. It's a learning process that has to be committed to. And it's easily done once you understand the basics of it. And that's what, you know, what we coach on. And that's what we like to see. And we get excited when we see it taking root. It's not easy to start with giving your employees the benefit of their minds working towards towards uh, something for the company and taking a little bit of the uh, uh, the responsibility for the outcome. Collectively, it works wonders. Companies don't lose when that happens. <clears throat> so anyway, it is yeah. a rant. I feel like I'm ranting. That's okay. Yeah, well, I think part of the message here, and we can we can kind of wrap it up because I think we've, we've covered this pretty well. Is as we're heading to 2022 now, again, you know, it's a question you should have on your on your top of your 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 mind here is Are you worth following? And if you're not, I guess part of the message here today is well, okay, it's a choice. You, you can choose to do things differently, and as you're saying, Jack, you choose to take certain risks. You let people into certain things where again you haven't done it before. You start to kind of you got to do things a little differently. You know, so, you know, are you willing to, to, to put in the work to make yourself worth somebody who's, who, who's worth following or not? Because that's one of the, right. one of the key things you got to do as an owner, because again, if you aren't worth following, <laughs> you're going to be, be very lonely and frustrated. Um, but it's, it starts with steps and there's, there's no magic wand Like you said, it's not any one thing. It's a matter of okay, what things you got to kind of do, but we kind of give you some, some ideas today in terms of how to, you know, get people involved. You know, the flexibility we talked about, you know, it's a big deal. But again, come back to, to, to the vision and, and what you're doing, for, you know, for your personal self in terms of how you're leading yourself. These are big deals. But as we're, as we're, as we're closing out, out the year here, 2021, looking to 2022, this is a great, you know, great time to be kind of thinking about that. Is, is 2022, are you going to become somebody who's worth following? And if you are, 
you're going to have a lot better track record in terms of attracting and retaining good people. And if not, well, you're going to have ongoing frustration you've been having for the last several years that have just been exacerbated by this pandemic. Well put. Well put, Adam. <clears throat> and All happy right. New Year to you, bud. Yes, you as well. It's always good to have another one kind of going. Uh, we'll see how my my Wolverines do tomorrow night, Jack, when they take on Georgia. Hopefully they uh, they pull it off and we'll be playing the national championship when you know to start off 2022 in a great uh, great time. If not, it's okay. It's been a fun year and it's been fun to kind of watch them, and it'll be a great way to end 2021 to be able to watch my my Wolverines on New Year's Eve before the ball drops, Jack. So we'll have some fun <laughs> with that. But uh, but yes, it's been it's been a good year. Thanks everybody for for, for listening to our show. Be and, and being part of our show. Um, if you've missed any of our prior shows, you get them all at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you click on the episodes button, you'll see them all listed there. And there's actually a search button there as well. So you can put in a question or, or comment or topic that you've got. And usually it'll spit out a number of shows that, that, that will cover that, that topic as well. If you don't see something there that you want to be covered, please uh, shoot us an email at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call 877-849-0670. All right, that's our show for today. Again, thanks all for, for joining, and uh, we will talk with you next week and until next year. Yes, we will. <laughs>